0: The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink. And I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today
1: trying to it. cool as ever. She's too excited. man like fight. He doing nothing but Not sure how many of you
0: watched last night, but the NFL Honors took place in Las Vegas. The thirteenth annual NFL Honors. You know whose favorite number is thirteen, right guys? Taylor Swift. Thank you. I want to make sure we got that in there. I have a quote I have to meet. Uh, Lamar Jackson won Most Valuable Player. Kevin Stefanski was Coach of the Year. I love how all of these awards, by the way, have sponsors attached to them as well. well so yeah, like, That's the
2: only reason to have an NFL Honors Ceremony.
0: Christian McCaffrey was Offensive Player of the Year, uh, which continues my... I was a little nervous at some points that Christian McCaffrey might win MVP, which I had said I don't think a running back will ever win the MVP award again because their performance would have to be so much better than whatever any other quarterback in the league had done. So, whew, dodged a bullet there. Miles Garrett was Defensive Player of the Year. A lot of people saying that T.J. Watt got uh, snubbed on that one. C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Will Anderson Jr., Defensive Player of the Year. And the one that a lot of eyeballs were on was Comeback Player of the Year, which went to Joe Flacco. So dumb. Browns quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm. So stupid. It's the worst. Who should have got it? Demar Hamlin.
3: He died. The uh, man
2: died. Literally died yeah. to the point where you had to cancel <laughs> a game last year. And then still rose up, somehow survived death. Okay, he's not dead. And Jesus. came back. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, that's
3: roll, a good comeback.
2: Jesus, Lazarus, <laughs> Damar Hamlin. That's the list.
3: <laughs> Do you know the success rate of people who need CPR that live when it's not in a hospital? Six. What is it?
0: Six, Six percent? Um, okay, that sounds a little. Um not to go all Jen uh, former feature stories here, but if you get an AED administered within the first three minutes of a heart ca- with within yeah, cardiac you arrest, chance. your yeah. your um your rate of survival is almost ninety percent. Yeah. So that obviously, uh, the fact that they had all of those medical um folks on the field obviously played a huge role in DeMar Hamlin surviving that incident
2: in Cincinnati. Oh, what what did Joe Flacco survive? Being bad. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh. Jokes about him being elite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you guys taken CPR? Because you should. I,
2: oh, man.
3: I'm not still certified. I was at no, one point.
2: No, yeah. Like I did like a, a high school, like way back in high school. But yeah, it's I'm been not a long certified time. either, but I know how to do CPR. Staying alive. Now you're
0: supposed to, to your point, Joshi, you kind of renew your knowledge. What do you call it when you go back and you test again? and Recertify? Is, yeah. it, is it as simple as that? Mm hmm. But you don't recertify
2: when you do your driving test. That's is it renewing? Uh, it should yeah, I think it's just like <laughs> well, a renewal. I mean, some of us should. We're yeah. off other, than other, other, You know, others just kind of go, "Hey, yeah. I need to renew Five my license." Five
0: weeks, no incidents. <laughs> don't you try to take that away from me, Gabe? But they um, did. A,
1: they did away with the mouth stuff.
3: <laughs> yes, the yes. blowing. Yeah. And so have I. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <Hey-o>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor Dario. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Didn't need to. Uh
0: anyway. Damar Hamlin, yes, it was tragic. It was horrible. But here's the thing that you guys keep ignoring. Every time you talk about how Damar Hamlin should have won comeback player of the year. Yeah. The NFL has no interest, zero, zip, nilch, nada, in reminding its consumers, the fans, the players about the brutality of its sport. They don't want people to know. In fact, you could die has always been a hypothetical cautionary tale about the NFL. So when DeMar Hamlin actually did die... They have zero interest in celebrating that with an award, guys. But it's not. I'm not saying that DeMar didn't deserve to be recognized for his incredible
2: journey. I'm telling you why the NFL didn't give him the Comeback Player of the Year award. But it's not the NFL voting on these awards, it's the AP. It's the people who write the stories about DeMar Hamlin and do all these things and do remind people. And you don't think the NFL has any
0: influence on that? You don't think the NFL has any influence on the direction or the narrative that they want these things to go? Of course they do. of course they don't. Of course they don't. I I think they do. I I think the league can create a narrative. I think the league can push things in certain directions. And I don't think the league in this instance... Yeah, they can influence
2: it, but like, again, these voters are independent. Just like, who's influencing you for your Heisman vote, Jen? Well, I watch the games. I watch the players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You administer that vote by yourself. So your issue is with all of the AP voters for not Mm -hmm. recognizing DeMar Hamlet. And I'm telling you,
0: I think that it was too uncomfortable. I think human nature stepped in in this thing, and it was too uncomfortable for people to... (laughs) <laughs> celebrating life? No, is No, no, it's not even
2: that. Because that's it's what the, we'd be doing. We're celebrating life. It last would be night. celebrating
0: the brutality of the sport that everybody wants to just ignore. That's the luxury that we have for watching football. And we have talked about this a million times, guys. Right. We know that it is brutal. We know that it is physical. Chewy, we had this conversation when we talked about Brock Purdy a few weeks ago. But nobody wants to reconcile with that. Nobody wants to talk about that. So it doesn't shock me that these AP voters and the NFL would not want to celebrate or remind people about that element of the sport, well, Josh. If that's
3: if that's the case, then every one of us, to a person, should disregard all of those people and their work. Because they are unable yeah, but- to to deal with the fact that the sport they cover is brutal and they aren't able to rectify into their mind the brutality of the sport and the sport that they get paid on. That's something all of them need to reckon with. And making a decision for Joe Flacco, who started six games, had 14 touchdowns and 10 interceptions? That's the guy who was the comeback player of the year? I know, but what's the criteria,
1: though? I mean, don't you have to come back and play very, very well? There um, is no criteria. I
2: don't know what kind of year a Hamlin no, had. Well, he—I mean, so the 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 critics of Demar Ham. Oh, he barely played. He well, guess what? I don't care if he barely played. If you die on the field and then have the testicular fortitude to go, you know what? I'm going to still play and come back. Even if you play a single snap, you win Comeback Player of the Year. Like, there's no criteria so, so to you. more on the
1: injury than it is. The play on the field. It's
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends. It's whatever the narrative is. I mean, we can go back and look at the different people who have won Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah. Like, to me, like, Teddy Bridgewater had a really bad knee injury. Like, and, and, like, talking of almost having... Oh, no, same thing with Alex Smith. Alex Smith almost had to have his leg amputated. Like, to me, that... Okay, you almost have your leg amputated. You come back and play. I don't care how well you play. The fact that you had... Like, you had it within you to come back. Like, to me... Comeback Player of the Year is more about narrative than it is about how well somebody plays coming back from injury. Because guys come back from injury all the time. Then how do you explain it?
0: How do you explain how these AP voters, do you think they got all the other ones right? The ones I rattled off. Do you think Stefanski deserved it? Do you think Lamar deserved it? Do you think all the other players that we talked about deserved the awards that they got? Yeah, probably. So then you can't take away the credibility if you think they got all of those ones right, but then missed on well, this one.
2: Because I think all of them, are, well, Demar Hamlin barely played, so it doesn't count. No, man, like, it's, the man died. Like, that's the ultimate trump card. If you die, and you come back and do that thing, you get to become back player of the year.
3: Thousands of years of the world's history have been based on that very presence. <laughs> It's what do you mean Christianity Catholicism the most one of the most important things in the shaping of America not America of world history this is a weird argument that you're making because that was well, all like... so you're
1: saying Jesus should have got come back player of the year because he, he came back he did yeah <laughs> he, yeah <laughs> he
2: ultimate he ultimately got come back damn player that doubting
1: year. Thomas what the hell is he know
2: yeah that's what I'm saying doubting <laughs> Thomas is the AP yeah. doubting Thomas is who voted for Joe. oh <laughs> <Blackwell. laughs>
0: And this has been Theology 001 with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I just think, guys, part of it is how much he contributed, how much he was playing on the field. I also think there was a reluctance, a human reluctance, to continue talking about DeMar Hamlin. I think that most of the people associated with the NFL, and maybe that extends to the AP voters, maybe not, would prefer that that story go away. Not consciously, but subconsciously, because DeMar Hamlin is always going to be. And again, I've met him. He's a lovely young man, done a little bit of work with him in the AED space, as I have done stories on that on ESPN, was in Washington, D.C., when he presented to a group of people the efforts that the government is now taking to make AEDs more readily available for the public. Not taking any of those things away from him. I'm simply saying his mere presence reminds people of the brutality of the sport. It reminds people that people can die. A line that, again, was just a hypothetical for the most part, right? Football is brutal. You could die. Oh, yeah, sure. Show me someone who has. Well, then that happened. And I think that that is part of the reason why there has been a push to move away from recognizing and celebrating DeMar Hamlin in the NFL space.
3: I think it's then fair for us to say, I view them as undeserving of our respect in their profession. I think that's not overstepping the line. And I think those are people who need to rationalize and reckon with what they're dealing with. Because if that's the motivation, the motivation of, I don't want to think about this anymore because it's too brutal, then you're lost. You're gone. You're going to let other things like this in the NFL, health things that should be addressed Go to the wayside because it's too icky. I don't want to talk about it. It makes me feel icky. No, but you, you don't but deserve but that.
0: Several weeks ago, Joshi, you exactly said that point, that people want to distance themselves from the brutality of the sport. Correct. When Those Chewy made a comment, when Chewy made, but, but I also think it's hard to, to split that hair, isn't it? It's hard no. to split the hair of the AP voters and fans. Again, all of these voters Make their livelihood, pay their bills by covering the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think there is a part of you want to be a professional, 100, percent absolutely. You want to, uh, you know, look at things as black and white. But some of these things creep in. And again, if you think they got it right on all of the other awards, I'm not sure how we are just then taking away their credibility I don't because we think we they think got the
3: year right. Then who do you like, think
0: should
1: have gotten? Coach yeah, Dier? I agree. That yeah, was Mike. the one that I'm like
2: yeah. Yeah. D'Amico. Yeah.
3: Dan Campbell, like, it's seven. Kevin Stefanski didn't blow me away with what he did with the Browns. But
0: we also, year in and year out, criticize the Coach of the Year award winner anyway. Or or criticize the distinction and say, well, that person didn't really get it. This person was a better option, right? We have talked ad nauseum about that also.
3: It's because Comeback Player of the Year is nebulous in terms of when you come back, like, Geno Smith won it. What is... Was he that great of a performance last season? Was he like, uh, oh, my God. It yeah, it was bad. impressive. Uh, you look back at Alex Smith. he he like His foot was barely working when he was out on the field and he was forced into play. Oh, yeah, it he wasn't almost because lost of, his leg. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't because of his incredible play. It was because he was playing. He didn't play a lot that season, if I remember correctly, because he was dealing with that for a long time. Like, I don't remember the Keenan Allen uh Eric Berry, Rob Gronkowski seasons, but I imagine it was because of injury they came back and they performed well in a lot of those. So, like we're drawing we're trying to draw a distinction that I don't think is there. I think it gets applied where they find it convenient. Just
0: for just for um just to clear things up a little housekeeping here, the NFL awards are decided by a 50-strong nationwide panel that includes media members, former players, and coaches. So it's not just media members. Yeah. It's not just uh. people who write. It is
2: former players Wait, so, and coaches as well. So we we so where's the line then? Because Alex Smith almost lost his leg because the brutality of football. That's okay to come back from. Like we're okay with that. You don't think that the died thing is a distinction? Well, but you I'm saying like, the, fa- like so. So the brutality. So the 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 sport can be brutal enough where you almost lose a leg, and we're fine with that. But also, like. It's not like it was a big hit that kind of did this to him. No, no, it was a little. You know, it it was like, kind of fluky. Yeah. If was we're kind being of that, that's honest. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that him dying had to do with, or him dying on the field had anything to do then with I'm the physicality of the you, game. I'm asking you explain it to me. Explain to me oh, because, why? Again, go deeper, Gabe. Go deeper. Why did the voters give Joe Flacco the award instead of Damar Hamlin? Because the Hamlin didn't play enough. Because Hamlin, it's simple as that to me. Like that's the narrative that's out there. That's the one that makes sense to me. Is he didn't play enough? Well, Joe Flacco played five bleeping
1: games. I'm surprised at the players, though. Okay, the players that voted. You would think they would have voted for Hamlin.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like so. Again, it's the Trump card. Guess what? If you die, again, I keep coming back to it. You die, Mm -hmm. you come back, you get comeback player of the year.
3: I also like with the brutality thing. Like I remember the NFL bringing out Ryan Shazier who was paralyzed yeah. from what happened and was able to like walk again. DeMar Hamlin, they had a giant ceremony, I believe at, was it last year's award? Well, they brought out they all brought out,
0: of the first responders to recognize their role in him surviving right. that incident.
3: So, so where is the line being like, it's being used to tell this feel good story of these incredible people and what they did, which it was, they helped somebody survive, but now it's, Too much because oh, he only played on special teams and a few defensive snaps? Like what okay, but he died. (laughs) Yeah. What he overcame was slightly more difficult
2: than Joe Flacco.
0: Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Lots of reaction rolling in on this one. Brian in the Shaw saying, Comeback player award is for a player that made a difference on the field and played better than he did in the previous year. It's as simple as that. Fair
2: or unfair? No, that's not what it's about. Like, again, yeah, it's about narratives. Like, because, again, like Geno Smith, like, so you could be a bench warmer and then you play really well the next year. Like, was, was Kurt Warner comeback player of the year when he won MVP? Like, because he, he sucked before that. And then all of a sudden he was good. So that's what comeback player of the year is.
0: Ryan from Milwaukee weighing in saying, if it didn't go to Hamlin, Baker Mayfield was actually more deserving of the award. Go ahead, Joshy.
3: I am on the Wikipedia page here for the Associated Press NFL Comeback Player of the Year Award. While the criteria for the award is imprecise, it is typically given to a player who overcomes the worst adversity to return to play a game, even a single snap of NFL football, such as not playing the previous season, injury, or for playing Uh, well in comparison. And
0: I just think we have to be careful about using the Wikipedia because I don't know where that is coming from. I would love to see an NFL.com criteria for the comeback player I mean, it's of the year the football
3: year almanac is the source so i mean like we, we can we can try and slice but if you look through the award historically those are the terms given to that award like if you look at the award and why those people won you can fit all of those criteria into the hole
0: i don't want to take away from what joe flacco did which is what I feel like is ending up happening I do. when people yeah. you,
2: <laughs> Why? Because he played five games after sucking wait, a like, wait a minute. but, but <laughs> if wasn't they that don't if they don't
0: give him the comeback player of the year award, what Joe Flacco did is still pretty great for the Browns. Like the fact that he came off the couch and went out there and, and teams didn't want him and went out there and won all these games and put them in the position that they were in, it's pretty dang good. You're just mad because he was given the distinction over a guy who you think was more deserving because he survived Obviously, a very, very unfortunate incident. Rob in Michigan weighing and saying, "I think Demar got the better prize after all. He's still alive.
2: <laughs> did he just kill Joe Flacco? <laughs> yeah, what did that
1: mean a- about everyone
2: else? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Rob's did, point. Did Flacco die? Rob, correct me if I'm projecting here, but I think his point is, if Demar Hamlin had to choose between the two, well, of course, the year yes. award or still being with us. Rob's point is, he's still with us. 800-990-3776. Justin Wingen saying, Flacco led the Browns to the playoffs. I think that's why he won the award. Yeah, it's something that's very polarizing. There were a lot of people who were frustrated or angry about DeMar Hamlin not winning NFL Comeback Player of the Year despite returning from cardiac arrest suffered last year on Monday Night Football. I think... People have fatigue from the situation, whether that's voters, whether that's players, whether that's coaches. And DeMar Hamlin will always remind them of the real brutality of the sport. Not the hypothetical, not the fear-mongering, but the real dangers of playing football.
3: The last clarification that needs to be provided is DeMar Hamlin actually did get more first-place votes. He just got less second- and third-place votes So 13 people voted for Joe Flacco first, 21 voted for DeMar Hamlin second, but it appears a lot of people left him off the ballot because he only got seven second place votes and 14 third place votes where Joe Flacco had 26 second place votes and three thirds. So he got screwed with the new format. Yeah.
0: The voting for three. Yeah. Although they do say that that is supposed to be more accurate. As opposed to voting for one. We've talked about this before yeah. with the... Ranked choice
3: voting, basically. is
0: MVP. Mm-hmm. And we've talked mm-hmm. about Russell Wilson and whatnot. And we have talked about how the Heisman vote is you vote for three. They take the points. They figure out who had the most points at the end of the day. 800 3776 Lots of reaction rolling into this. We will continue this conversation. And what are we doing?
2: Reach you? We got reach you today? We sure do.
0: We can reach you coming up on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
2: Golf lovers, golf lovers, listen up! We've got the opportunity of a lifetime for you on the tee, heading to Scotland with Wisconsin Golf Trips. Yes, that's right. We are heading to Scotland. Join myself, Stephen Watson, and our pal Jason Coughlin from Wisconsin Golf Trips as we head to overseas this October to some of the most historic courses like Dunbarney Links, Carnoustie, Kings Barnes, the Castle Course, and you. Either get to play the Jubilee or New Course. This package includes green fees, lodging, transportation, and more. There are a limited amount of spots available. So sign up now for more information on the trip and a link for playing. You got to take a look at the entire itinerary that Jason has put together for us, what we're kind of thinking. You can text golf right now to the ESPN Milwaukee Talking Text Line. That's 800 990 3776. That's golf to 800 990 3776 for more information on On the Tee. Heading to Scotland this October. Hope to see you there.
1: You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. What do we do? Where do we go from
2: here? We've we've talked about (laughs) insulation. We've talked about fantasy camp. And now we've talked about Burning Man. We've hit for the cycle in the first five minutes of the show. On 94.5 ESPN.
0: Your comps for who you think Pat Beverly and Dame Lillard are, you know, in the movies, as far as like guys who were enemies or guys who were beefing and then had to come together to fight the crime or solve the problem. We threw out Woody and Buzz from Toy Story, you know, because Woody was clearly intimidated by Buzz early in the relationship. But eventually they worked together. Spoiler alert
2: to uh, save the day. Not only did they work together well in that movie. They had three more after that, right? What about what about Rocky? Oh,
1: Rocky and Apollo. Yeah,
2: I like it. Yeah, They
1: eventually work together.
2: Hobbs and
0: Shaw is somebody is uh, that John waited? Is that a, a Fast and Furious? It's Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah I should just, just dismiss it
2: yeah. by no idea.
0: <laughs> dismiss it on that principle alone. Uh, Tango and Cash. I'm pretty sure one of them is a dog. Hoosiers wasn't Tango
2: and Cash about? Isn't that a Is that Turner and Hooch? No, that's. (laughs) Are you thinking Turner and Hooch? No, that's. uh, (laughs) That's that's when they go to prison. Nailed it, (laughs) game. You absolutely nailed it.
1: That's when they go to prison.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess (laughs) I need to bone up on Tango and Cash. I was thinking Turner (laughs) and Hooch. (laughs) Uh, Another 48 hours. Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. That coming from Cameron. Get us your movie comps of the enemies turned friends that Pat Bev and Dame Lillard could be compared to. It is time to play The Week in Reach You.
1: Think you know the show better than the average ESPN Milwaukee fan? Now's your chance to prove it. It's time to play The Week in Reach You.
2: All right, big guy, I got five questions in front of me. You get three right, you win. You get three wrong, you lose. Trying to see how much you remember from the past week. And in fact, this first question, Joshie went all the way back to last Friday. Mm. So that's the first time we've dipped into a week ago Friday. Because usually we do this on Friday. We did get to recap things from Friday shows. So question number one, what animal that doesn't exist did you suggest replace the groundhog last week? Is that a real animal?
3: Yep. No, it is not.
1: I've seen the head of them, Joshy. I'm standing by my statement. I believe they are real. I've been to Nebraska, the jackalope. <laughs>
3: I've been to Nebraska. such a funny throw in every time. <laughs> they're they native, have them hanging <laughs> in their airport. Native
2: Joshy. to Nebraska. And if they cross state lines, they get shot immediately. <laughs> No, they lose their horns. <laughs> they <laughs> shed them right there and just say it line. <laughs> and then just become <laughs> All right, well, you got the question right. Question 2, what celebrity's conservatorship was your life compared to? Yes. yes. I have a
1: version of that. He's, I'm not he's under lie. the I... Goff family conservatorship. Yeah. I have no idea.
2: The celebrity who has the conservatorship. Famously. For like years and years. There's a whole documentary. More than a decade. Recently lost it.
1: Oh, Britney Spears.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's no chance. Bad as was somebody
0: tickling you back there? Was that song? That was me
2: <laughs>
3: shock with his being able to pull that out of thin air. Yeah.
2: Wow, 2-0. and oh. Very rarefied air where you get the first two questions right. So let's see if you can get question number three right. What did Jason say he likes about television shows, causing you to say this? Who doesn't? <laughs> and, 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 and if if I want, be careful over there. What does Jason like about television shows that caused you to say that? I
1: have no idea. I don't even remember that conversation. It's got to be Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So he, he's aware wow. of the days that Jason joins the yeah. show. This is impressive. A little uh,
3: deductive uh, reasoning. and yeah. Thursday. I mean, what is it? One more time. Hit. Read the question. The question's more pertinent here. What
2: did Jason say he likes about television shows that caused you to say that?
1: Who doesn't? <laughs> and, 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 and if if I want... Be careful over there. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, happy endings. I can Jason. Jason ah, likes I was happy say endings. Feeding in the geese. <laughs> Dang it. <No.
2: laughs> feeding the geese is a solo. Would have act- been wrong. Yeah, feeding the geese is a solo activity,
0: as for- far as I understand
2: it.
3: Anyway. <laughs> I've, I've never heard feeding the geese. Oh, oh we gotta bring oh. it on that one. Are you know, I've heard choking the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Rip and Root. <laughs> Let a lot of foul jokes over huh?
2: <laughs> Question for you. Begins with an audio clip. Gabe, at, one minute rebuttal. What Wisconsin sports team were me and Joshie arguing about when you said that?
1: Play it uh, again. Gabe, at, one, one minute rebuttal. Wisconsin sports team. Oh, the Brewers. Oh,
2: <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Wow.
3: Yeah. Now if I can only re-chew my phone. Also, I'm not as proud of this week. Uh, Chu you got to be funnier next week, so that's a challenge to you. Um,
2: well, I mean, let's just play question five. Yeah. You put work into it, so we will see if he can run up the score here on Joshi. What were you trying to figure out when you started randomly naming colors?
1: Green, brown, and then black there's
2: no orange in there
1: i don't like, think there's orange yeah my there belts. may be my <laughs> maybe it's roy g Bibb. my belt what kind of belts i don't know
2: <laughs> come on specifically what kind
1: of The belts? karate belts the karate belts. no what did you take with the
2: belts
0: That you said
1: you (laughs) specifically
0: lead a horse to water and whatnot. Just gotta shove his head in the water.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Drink, (laughs) damn it. I thought that was an easy one. (laughs) My belts
0: My belts, he says, very confidently at the beginning. When we ask him what
2: belts, he says, I don't know. then karate. No. Taekwondo. What, Thanks. What, what did you just try to sneak in there? What do you mean you need to re-chew your phone?
1: Well, I, the, the MERS failed me. I lost my whole MERS.
2: <laughs> the whole MERS? What's a MERS?
0: A man purse. My purse.
1: <gasps> no. That's why I couldn't do the call this morning. Thank God, Angie, you had an AirTag yeah, gonna.
0: I was going <laughs> to say, you must have Find My on your phone.
1: Yes. Right? And an AirTag.
0: And an AirTag. Yes. Well, that seems excessive, it's, honestly. You know,
2: better safe than sorry type the situation. The phones can
0: still be found when, they, when the batteries die, when they're dead. Like your phone wow. will say, still findable. I don't know. Really? Technology.
3: I believe- Not if you shut it off. I believe it tells you last location at a certain point. I think if it moves, you might have an issue. Okay. Well, where was it?
1: And my buddy's truck.
3: Wait, what? <laughs> where did so you- we went did, to dinner. There it is. <laughs>
1: Went to dinner at the Merce, and then I took a picture with the group, and I had it as I was leaving. So we had that evidence.
2: So the picture. He bound. had the picture. Yes. yeah, Because you sent it to other people. It, that it
1: was in the car. Should I go get it? I really don't need it anymore until Monday.
3: Right, I got to fly Sunday.
2: You're going to leave your Merce at your buddy's house.
3: Yes. That contains your phone? Yeah.
2: So you just left the whole thing like you were in the back of your buddy's truck or in the front of your buddy's truck and you just left it sitting there? In the front seat.
3: Wait, could you go without a phone for
2: three days? Oh, yeah.
1: easily. Yeah. Yes. He has. It's actually a good purge.
2: He's done it before. It is
1: a good purging.
2: He did it once when he... No, hold on, Gabe. Accidentally no. dropped his phone in at the, lake. the bottom of the lake. Yeah.
1: No, Gabe blew my phone up one time. Where I lost all my contacts,
0: all of them. So if Chewy is number one on the power rankings of who could do that, go without their phone for three days, who's next?
1: You're definitely not. You're last. <laughs> um,
3: I know. That's I know. what I was Josh, getting at. Gabe. Yeah. I, it's, it's Gabe. I mean, I've uh, driven my girlfriend nuts because I'll just leave my phone at home and be like, ah, whatever. I can live without it, but it's pretty important, especially like with, with my profession. And what I do here, I need to be checking things on the internet and making sure stuff goes out. Yeah, but it's Friday. Yeah, Chewy, I, we, we work on weekends.
2: Yeah, we we got a show coming up on Monday. We typically kind of you know pay attention to things happen on Saturday, Sunday, in order to. We have a text chain where yeah. we exchange ideas, <laughs> and
3: tweets. Suggestions. Do go out on and Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs>
0: I mean, you don't respond to them, but we hope hope you see them at some point. (laughs) Hey, speaking of the internet, I got Bobby Tosa weighing in saying, can we start an over-under on how many times Jen says what not on the show? What not, what not, what not, what not. Chewy says right after every statement out of his mouth, but Bobby Tosa wants to call me out on what not.
1: What does that mean?
0: Whatnot? Et cetera. Yeah. Yes. yeah, now you guys start saying it. <laughs> See if we can get under Bobby Tosa's skin a little bit more.
1: Uh, right? Right? I, I, like, what does it mean? Use it in a sentence,
0: though. Uh, this weekend, I got things going on. I got to go to the grocery store. I got to take the kids to the pottery place and whatnot.
1: Is that a real word? It's like
0: a catch-all. Yeah,
2: whatnot's a real word. Mm-hmm. It, it is a verbal a, tick, it, and we all on, have them. Hold on, ain't
1: a word. <laughs> Uh, What's ain't, the word that you you, you that parents and teachers would always correct you and say, that's not a word?
2: So it used to be ain't, but I do believe that ain't was then recognized by the a dictionary. Word. Yeah, so it is a word now. When you when you were in school, Chew, ain't was not a word. Yes,
1: that's not fair. <laughs> How so? Because <laughs> you can spell it, so it's got to be a word. Whoa. <laughs> Hold
0: on. I am so glad we took the lid off of this <laughs> pot.
1: Gabe? <laughs> Be on my side here.
2: How? He's if absolutely right. <laughs> Chewy that's, was right? How- Holy.
3: Yeah, f- you do Chewy that. was right. You get a lot of people
0: siding with yeah, you on how? the Mar Hamlin thing earlier, Gabe. I feel like you just cut yourself off at the knees there I mean, by agreeing with
2: Chewie, who said, and I quote, if you can spell it... It's a word. He's got a lot of, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Making a lot of good points there and whatnot. <laughs> so I mean, he can't argue. spell the word necessarily, but if somebody else could, right. then it should be a word. You can't just scramble
0: a bunch of letters and call it a word, big guy. That's just not how it works.
1: In the Urban Dictionary, they do.
2: <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. They, they take real words and then just give them alternate meanings. My
1: son created a word in it, Urban Dictionary that I'm...
2: Yeah, if it's in the Urban Dictionary, chances are you're not supposed to. Well, we
0: created a word, and and Uh, Shartenfarter is your version of?
3: Shargangal. Should I should I campaign with Webster to get that added? Sharton
2: as an alternate <laughs> pronunciation of Schadenfreude.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I could go put it in Urban Dictionary. Would that make it a word? Though? I would. I would love it if you did. If, go to Urban yeah, Dictionary. I mean, look.
0: Put Jen Gabe and Chewy. Mark Chamura can't say what's the word that I can't say either. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. So we created Schartenfarter. So
1: That's what, what I'm saying. That mean, like, no, if for, what does it Short don't you have to have the definition it's of it?
0: It's when you in celebrate earth? somebody else's downfall.
3: Also, I can't ah, do it from it work in. computers. They don't yeah,
2: don't allow that's going to be blocked. You have to do it on yeah. your phone. I'll do it. But you bringing up shart and fart is actually making Chewie's point. About making yeah. up words? Yeah. Just putting a bunch of words together? Yeah. I think you just kind of chew- proved Chewie's point.
1: So I was right.
2: We should play the Chewie was right. We haven't played it in a while. I just played it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just now? Like yeah. maybe 60 seconds ago. <laughs> Say within 2 minutes.
1: <laughs> you wow. might want to get some Q-tips.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's Shocking is what that is. Hey, let me tell you guys about the best purchase I have made recently. Using saunas has always been something I was a fan of, and it made me feel better. So that's why Good Health Saunas caught my eye when I went to the state fair. It was a no brainer for me when I was redoing my basement to have an infrared sauna from Good Health Saunas installed. And I got to tell you guys, installation was easy. It is basically maintenance free. I just press a couple of buttons and infrared sauna is on. I can climb in for 30 minutes. My skin feels better. I am sleeping better. There are so many benefits to having an infrared sauna. It has a true lifetime warranty as well. And it's a local company. I love supporting the local community based in Appleton and in Waukesha. If you are in the market, if you want to invest in your long-term health like I did, can I suggest a sauna? From goodhealthsaunas.com. Go to that website, goodhealthsaunas.com. There you can see all of their infrared sauna options and see if one is right for you. Tell them Jen from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy sent you. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Have you never had a good pie? I've had fine pies.
1: <laughs> you got no pie.
2: Right now, yeah. yeah I mean, it
0: <laughs> seems that way anyway. <laughs> but if we get him on those dating sites, it feels like maybe he could. Yeah. On
2: 945 ESPN.
0: spent zero time talking about the Super Bowl this weekend other than making it a game. You know, superb Owl Squares. So I was curious before we go to break and before we go off into the weekend, how you guys are feeling this one shakes out. Chu, you got a preference of who wins the one or you think you know who might walk away with the Lombardi Sunday night?
1: Well, I saw on the headlines today that the fire alarm went off in San Francisco's hotel waking the players up and we had the same thing happen to us in Detroit, and I believe we lost, so Kansas City is going to win the game.
3: Whoa.
0: I mean, it's a conspiracy theory based in part on past On experience, yeah. I guess we can go with it. So Kansas City's going to win?
1: I hope so, because of the doing-ons. Of a couple of weeks ago with San Fran, I hope they get smoke chopped. <laughs> smoke <laughs> chopped.
0: Um, does that make the Kansas City Chiefs a dynasty? Can we talk about the D word? Not
2: the yes. other D-word. That's what this yeah. D word. It's three and four years back to back. Yeah. I mean, they're it's probably already. Is it sustainable? It, uh, yeah, yeah. With as long Patrick as it Mahomes. Mm-hmm. As long as you got that guy.
0: I mean, because when we talked about the Chiefs earlier this year during the regular season. A big criticism of the offense was, who's he throwing to, right? Other than Travis Kelsey, who everybody knows, it was kind of a bunch of just a guys. Mm -hmm. And yet here they are in the Super Bowl. Is that because Patrick Mahomes is a unicorn? Is that because Andy Reid is one of the best schemers
2: in the history of football? Yeah, what they've done during the postseason. And yeah, I mean, those two together, like that combination... And I know we want to do the whole who gets more credit thing, because it's what we did with Belichick and Brady and that whole thing. But those two combined is what makes them dangerous. is because Patrick Mahomes is so good and that he does the things where he can you know, play off schedule and do all that. But what they've done this postseason is, and I know MVS had the catch that sealed the, the AFC Championship game, but they've really focused on getting the ball to their primary playmakers, whether that's been Kelsey, whether that's been Rasheed Rice, whether that's running the ball with Isaiah Pacheco. They've kind of gone, hey, these are the three guys that we know can make plays for us. Let's find ways to get them, them, them the ball because that's going to give us the best chance to su- succeed as an offense. And that's basically what they've done throughout this playoff run. Andy's done such a great job of coming up with the plan, and then Mahomes goes out there and executes it.
1: What does it say about Shanahan? Is he the next? If he, if they lose again, is he the next Marv Levy?
2: Potentially, really great coach, just never got over the hump. Yeah, I could see that. I could absolutely see that. I still can't believe that you can get Patrick Mahomes plus points right now. That's crazy to me. What do you mean? Right now, they're the underdogs. Uh, I have a hard time bet right now. That's crazy to me also. I didn't I, realize that they were the underdogs. Yeah, so. I, would, I would not bet against Patrick Mahomes. I've,
3: I've changed my theory when it comes to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I'm going to bet on him until I can no longer bet on him. <laughs> because he has proven, much like Tom Brady did, that... Sometimes those guys just matter more than all the other factors involved.
1: Is there uh,
0: an element of the Chiefs now that is kind of what we have talked about with the Milwaukee Bucks, which is whatever they do in the regular season is all just prep. It's all just them kind uh of working out the Mm -hmm. kinks and figuring Mm -hmm. out so that they are firing on all cylinders. They are absolutely clicking once the playoffs start. 100%. Yeah,
1: but if you look on paper, San Francisco's a better team.
0: Sure are. Yep. You mean top to bottom? Yes. Yeah.
2: I think, it,
1: I think the X factor is Andy Reid is the best coach in the league, and then there's a gap.
2: Well, and you give the best coach in the league two weeks, Chew? Yeah. That's an even bigger advantage for the, for the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Yeah, their only problem is they'll get bored.
2: I, I just don't see them getting bored. It does,
1: man. I'm telling you.
3: Yeah, but wouldn't they be bored you already? You how many? They've gone to three Super Bowls, one, two? Yep. Wouldn't boredom have happened?
1: Uh you would think but I'm telling you I mean cuz if you look at offensively who do they have Pacheco nice
3: Rashi Rice That's what we just said all, yeah. yeah
1: all other I mean you have Kelsey and Mahomes and for I just I for the life of me why don't you just stop Kelsey Just say all right You're getting 80 yards. We'll give you 80
0: yards. I imagine imagine the teams have tried that. I I, I heard an
3: interesting portion of this, and it was other tight ends talking about Travis Kelsey, is he improvises a lot. So even if you have a game plan for him, he's kind of just freewheeling out there, and he has the amount of trust, sort of like we saw with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, where even if he's supposed to go somewhere... He's not necessarily going to go there because he's improvised. I mean, we saw him throw the ball back to Kadarius Toney in the middle of a play. I know, but,
1: you know, being a former tight end, the toughest thing for a tight end is to be disturbed at the line of scrimmage. And I know they move him and they put him, uh, you know, removed from a traditional tight end spot. I would just say, all right, you follow him wherever he goes. And when he gets off the line, just knock the crap out of him. Just disrupt him.
0: So it sounds like we are all in unison that we think that the Chiefs will win the game, or we at least want the Chiefs to win the game. In yeah. part because the Chiefs fan base didn't call us human garbage a couple of weeks ago. So, you <laughs> that know That helps. What?
2: That
3: very sort much helps. T- sort yes. of tips the scale
0: for me. I'll only speak for me, but that's
3: pretty much what's motivating that decision this weekend. I can't find it, but the 49ers' like, Twitter account, they're like believing they're some underdog, despite them being favored in every single game they've played this year. Like... They're selling the, and to me, that's incredibly unlikable. You guys are the best team. You should celebrate that and Act expect like to win, right? Not the no, but everybody's doubting us. Who, who on earth? You were like the favorite from game one. Yeah, but that's just
0: a motivating tactic. Yeah, right? but you yeah. don't have to feed the tail as old as time and whatnot. You yeah. said that on purpose. <laughs> If I can get under Bobby's skin a little bit more. Hey guys, are you ready to upgrade the concrete surfaces in your home? Let me tell you about Showtime Floors and Floor Shield. It's used by military bases, airports, businesses, and of course residential homes as well. Floor Shield is designed to beautify and protect concrete surfaces. Plus, it's eco friendly and non toxic. You can even use it on an outdoor space like a patio. Showtime Floors offers same day installation. You can enjoy a 15 year warranty against wear. Find offers of up to $300 off. Plus, if you mention ESPN they'll give you 10% off. Get more info by visiting showtimefloors.com, showtimefloors.com.
1: This is Jen Gabe and Chewy. Is it against the law to be a moron or not? <laughs> the law <laughs> Not I, yet. I texted this to Jen
3: <laughs> earlier. The law does protect some people from uh from things that are called an attractive nuisance. On
2: 945 ESPN.
0: Here we go. So your final opportunity to play Superb Owl Squares is coming at you right now. Let's go out to the phone lines. Joe and Kewaskam, you're up first on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl
2: Squares? Good morning. Yep, let's one more team. All right, we got one spot left. That one spot gets 10 spots on our Superb Owl Squares board. Whoever wins gets that Chewy signed frame jersey. Official contest rules at ESPNWisconsinContests.com. Today, after we ran out of questions focusing more on Green Bay big game history, so this simple question, and possibly my favorite question, who is the only Packers player to score a two-point conversion in their five Super Bowl appearances? That would be Mark Jamara. Yeah. yeah, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> the only Packer to score a two-point conversion in their five Super Bowl appearances. Every year, Gabe? Every, Every year. year. Yeah. Every year. It's <laughs> yeah. the Super Bowl. we got to honor the big guy. Every I mean, the year,
1: best, The best thing about it, and I remember it like it was yesterday... Seeing Bruce Wilkerson just get sucker punched in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. If you watch it, it's hilarious. And Bruce didn't do a thing. He did
0: nothing. <laughs> Wait, So so draw up the play for me. What's happening and where is he and where are you and why is he so, taking it to the Jimmy?
1: Uh, so what was the play? I don't even remember. I think it was 64U corner halfback flat. I back. So I go to the corner and then I came back through the ball, catch the touchdown, spike it. And then a melee starts and I run right over into the middle of it. And uh, Bruce is just sitting there grabbing his stomach. (laughs) Because anyone who's been hitting the balls knows it's not that that hurts. It's your
2: stomach. Yeah, it's like it's almost as if they got punched up into your stomach. (laughs) 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 Wait, have
0: you all
3: been hitting the balls? Oh, yeah. yeah. What kind of question what is that? What do you mean, what kind of if question t- is that? If you're a teen boy. <laughs> <Have> you? <laughs> go you? <laughs> go home and
2: ask. I mean, it's not have you, yeah. it's how many. Yeah. What? Go ahead, go ahead. Yes, you get, totally. When Chase gets home today, ask him how many times he's gotten I hit. I don't understand. Gym. This
0: is something that you guys do? It's like a rite of passage? No, you just...
2: no, no, no. But did you I mean, know yes. the stomach hurts? Not?
1: <laughs> did you know that the stomach hurts? Not the jules
0: no i didn't know that
2: yeah it's you know cuz
0: famously i don't have balls
2: <laughs> what's the worst is when you only catch it in one versus like getting in both what why yeah. the pain mm-hmm. i don't know
0: it, it just is yeah. the pain is worse when you get hit in one versus two that Correct. doesn't make yeah. any sense no,
2: i'm
3: just telling you that's the way it is i've i've known People to get so hard that they lost their vision because the pain was so. Wait, important. time out.
0: <laughs> Clarify <laughs> who've gotten hit so hard
3: in, in, the, in the gonads? <laughs> yeah, in Jimmy's,
0: like the cartoons.
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little
0: birdies tweeting around in a halo <laughs> as well. Like,
3: good grief! There's it's
0: so being a man. There's gen. so much about <laughs> it. <Yes. laughs> you don't want to play this game, Joshie. Yeah, no. <laughs> <You laughs> That's don't, why I said it was thirty seconds left. Like, oh, <laughs> look at the music! Oh, crank up the music! (laughs) Show's over! No, no, gotta go! Gotta go! Wildy and Tash is next on ESPN Milwaukee. Have a great weekend, everybody!